Welcome to episode 16 of the Cop Talk Podcast. I'm Brent Brzezicki, once again joined by Mark Lambert and Jim Lambert, who finally decided to join us at a show. I'm sorry, what show is this? Did you hear what he said in the pre-show, Jim, right before he started talking so we couldn't give a reply right back to him on the air? What did he say? Who is this? (laughs) That is it. Jim's been gone for a Jim's been gone for a few weeks. How'd that sex change go, Jim? Yeah. Yeah, I oh, we're get... fine, Mark. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I thought we promised we weren't going to have the voice done because it would be weirder that way. Yeah. They, you got obviously, they done. screwed up. I'm, that's a legal matter that I'm taking up with Kaiser right now. Yeah, they didn't do a very good job either. There, there's another lawsuit, Brent, to put in with the other ones. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, there's piles. They're loading up as we as we go. Piles loading up. That just doesn't sound right, Brent. Oh, man, I missed you. Hey, welcome back, Jim. <laughs> hey, thank you, Mark. <laughs> hey, we, uh, we we were saying that somebody really loved your rant, so we were going to light a fire under your ass tonight and let you go on a rant to because uh, he said he really likes your rant. So we'll, we got a few topics we'll get you fired up on, and then me and Brent will just take a uh, back seat and let you ramble on. Who loved my rants? <laughs> Who was that, Brent? That was, uh, oh, man. You gave him a shout-out, oh. too. Yeah, we did, and it's in the show Maryland. notes last time. He was in Maryland, or was that the other guy? That was the other guy. Oh, I know who it is. I just can't ever find anything when I actually if need you, it. If you know who it is, you would be able to say it, so obviously you don't know who it is. <laughs> yeah, you know. No, he doesn't know. That's the problem. <laughs> Do you want to run the show notes? Because I got no problem handing that over to you. I don't like show notes, so we'll yeah. go without them. Yeah, I know. And that would be uh, Traverse City, Michigan. Hey, there you dude, go. I don't rant. I don't rant, Hey, by Jim, the way. there you go. Traverse City, Michigan. Loves your rants and raves. And we awesome. gave him a shout-out last week. Hope you sent him a book. I don't know. Did you, Brent? No. Dude, that's I, a free book right there. I have that's to give. promise. I have to. It's not a broken promise because I haven't asked her addresses yet. Maybe they don't want to give their addresses because they don't want them any us to know where they live. Maybe they don't want a book. Maybe not. Maybe they just like listening to Jim talk and think the rest of us suck. I don't know. It's well, I'll ask. That, let's get started and let's light that fire under Jim's ass. Okay. Yeah. To the people that like my ranting, I'm just trying to keep it real, brothers and sisters. <laughs> you okay there? Did you did you pull anything when you just said that? I, something doesn't I feel the, right. <laughs> I think it's the hormone change. Okay, so what do you want to start with? Do you want should we go back and talk about the loaded gun and a lockbox in the trunk of my car? I think the we beat that one gun. pretty dead. The loaded or gun. Would that did, would that be the pending uh, verdict in the Meserly trial uh, where riots are going to erupt? That loaded gun? Mm-mm. No, a, a relative postponed of, today. By the way, just so you know. Yes, they have to start all over tomorrow. Yeah, because a juror called in sick today. I would too. Yeah, maybe two days in a row. Anyway, no, somebody wrote in asking if they could have a locked gun in their or a loaded gun in a locked box in their trunk, and because they're a target shooter. And I said, if they're on the uh, the range property where they're going to go shoot at the range, they could have a loaded gun in the car. But if they're out on uh, the city streets. Even if it's in a lockbox in the trunk, it cannot be loaded. And we covered the penal code section. So I think we kind of beat that one dead. I think there's some other topics we could uh, move right on to, unless Jim wants to touch on that. I'm touching myself right now. 
That's not what we want. I don't. Yeah, I'm even. telling you that that sex change. It, uh, <laughs> he he could have fun all by himself. Yeah, I don't even. Let's not even go there. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> A scratch in my chin. It sounded like that. So well, I'm sure that's what everybody thought too. So the rule, the question last time had to do with concealed carry. That's the one that came from Traverse City, and. I guess the, the question on concealed carry is, do we want to get into that? How do we want to get into that? Do we want to talk about it, how it works here? We can get Jim's opinion because you and me kind of gave our opinion. You said if you saw a gun on someone's hip, you were going to screw a gun in their ear and put them on the ground until you find out that they legally had it. But that's so, not that doesn't have to do with somebody who has an actual concealed carry permit. That has to do with an open carry. Okay, well, that's pretty... So now that we've determined that you don't actually listen to me when I'm speaking, let's I try not to. I just yeah, it, it just sounds like a big buzz to me, and then does it? And then when you stop, when the buzz stops, I start talking. Wow. So <laughs> maybe that's so, the problem all this time. Mark's just way too buzzed. Yeah, that was it. So do we want to talk about concealed carry, <laughs> or do we want well, to get Jim's opinion on open carry? Is that clearer for you? It was clear as a bell to me. All right. So, Jim, why don't you give us your opinion on open carry since after last time's show, we got a little bit of email talking about open carry and other people. Why are you talking like you're talking to a kindergartner, Brent? Well, there's (laughs) two of them. There's two of them right here. I'm just a rubber ducky cop. Remember? (laughs) Rubber boat cop. Yeah, wasn't that uh, wasn't that boat, boat, I think I heard rubber boat cop. I wasn't going to get into that. I just sound Brent was talking like he was Mister Rogers for a minute, so I just <laughs> was wondering why. When the clientele demands it, that's what happens. So, okay, Jim, a oh, new stage name. Hi, I'm Brent Rogers. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. I don't like those sweaters. So, what's so? What's your opinion on open carry? Well, thank you, Jim. And now on to the next one. <laughs> I was just sitting here with my mouth wide open because I really don't know what to say. Based on the um, current situation surrounding open carry, what is your opinion? I, I think there's more dangers and hazards behind it than what these people are actually. I mean, the the, the, the theory is good. But once one of these guys gets their gun jacked and used against them by a hardened criminal instead of someone who looks like he has a pen or, or you know, pocket protector with three-inch glasses and the white shirt with short sleeves and a tie, I mean, these, these guys, uh, I don't think they know what they're getting into with that open carry. Mm. And uh, I think it presents more, more of a hazard than anything else, and someone's going to get hurt. You know, sitting around at a Starbucks in a in a high dollar community uh, is one thing, and having Channel Seven film and going, oh, this is their cause. But have those guys go sit in a Starbucks in, in downtown Oakland, and uh, I don't think they'd be sitting down there in downtown Oakland with a friggin' Glock, you know, on their side with a clip on the other. I mean, it just wouldn't happen. So there, we we kind of touched on that last week, Brent. Where you know maybe the guy that's out of the military, very experienced with weapons, isn't that big of a danger. But anybody can go into a gun store, purchase a gun, fill, you know, wait for the waiting period, the background check, and get a gun. 
and they don't have to go to any range and they could get a gun without ever firing a gun in their life and you know for them to strap that on the side and go hey this is kind of cool i look cool with a gun and be totally inexperienced with it that's where the danger lies no there's no danger there <laughs> so the but, point but point, in, in, in contrast to that the people uh, and every now and then you run into a business owner that's got a concealed weapons permit or a retired cop or you know somebody with security reasons for carrying a weapon, I mean, they tell you right off the bat, hey, I've got a concealed weapons permit, I've got my weapon on me, it's on my right, you know, whatever. I mean, they're a lot smarter group, they've been educated, they have to go through a, I think it's an 8 or a 12 hour course, uh, firearms course, and, and I don't know, I feel a lot more comfortable dealing with them than I do these guys from open carry. Except okay. for the business in my city to where the clerk had a gun under the counter and he took it in the back room to show his coworker and shot him in the head. That that didn't go over very well, but oops, <clears throat> whoops! Hate it when that happens. That's what we call a bonus. I don't know why I've got this headache. <laughs> here's your here's your bonus. So there was a point brought up to me that I think I sent that email to both you guys from your uh, buddy in Arizona there that hopefully we'll have on the show one of these days, Mark. Which is oh, the you fact talk that about a rant and rave. We get Ed on here. None of us will need to talk well, and that's that's fine because he brings up a valid point which is the fact that he gave me a ration about saying that everybody i see with a gun i'd screw a gun in their face and until i figured out who they were well yes but now you take <laughs> <laughs> well you're not talking about arizona where it's legal to basically exactly that's that's kind of what here. that's kind of what i want to clarify today so if i lived where he is where I've been, I mean, I've been to both New Mexico and Arizona, and it's a different situation. I mean, everybody there, it's, and the fact is, is that most of the time, everybody's carrying a gun. So, really, the crime rate's lower. Well, it makes sense to me, because <laughs> I'm not going to go try to rob somebody that possibly has a gun. Is this Arizona? No, but it's a good point. So, the issue comes down to is, that's here... And it depends on where you're at as to how these open carry people should be displaying their ability to open carry, I think. That whole thing sounded really confusing, what you just said, Brent. Are you sure you're not buzzed tonight? No, I'm trying to confuse people so that they don't write me emails anymore. Well, you did a good job. You got me confused. Well, that's not... Well, never mind. So uh, that's not <laughs> you, right. All right. I'm not... Did I say that? You said that. I was thinking it. <laughs> I heard so the buzz in it. The, well, I mean, we should have him on to talk about how that, that goes in Arizona and, you know, those adjacent areas where carrying, where just about anybody can carry anything. Dude, I just said, is that Arizona? And you said no. No, you said it like a snive ass and said, is, that, is this Arizona? Well, I was asking a legitimate question. Hey, yeah. Jim, I knew what you meant, but I knew it was going to go right over Brent's head. So I, I knew what you meant, though. And, Brent, I will get Ed on the show. The only thing is you're, you're going to have to get the beeps ready because we were both on an episode of uh, Real Stories of the Howie Patrol one time during a, a pursuit through our city uh, where they were throwing uh, automatic weapons out of the car. They just got done in a shooting, and we were chasing them and got them stopped up on the freeway with Howie Patrol. And that's when they were filming, just like cops, they had the ep you know the episodes of Real Stories of the Howie Patrol. And Ed's leaning over the top of the patrol car with his gun out, and they're, <laughs> they're filming him. And all you hear is, get your beep hands up in the beep arrow. Blow your beep head up. 
there were more beeps than words. So if Ed <laughs> comes on our show, you better you better have some beeps ready. That's uh, awesome. I'll just just mark that show as explicit. That's <laughs> probably easier. So sorry, Ed. I just had to forewarn everybody. Yeah, that's good. That throw him under the bus. He's not even here. <laughs> so, but that being said, it all has to do with where you're at and the people's mentality. Sadly, many people's mentality out here not so good when it comes to weapon safety and knowing what they're getting themselves into. Different different world in Arizona, New Mexico, everywhere between here and Pennsylvania, I think. You know, now, I'm I'd like to gun. know if some hot chick in Lake Havasu maybe is named walking Brittany? down the beach with a friggin' little skimpy bikini on, can she carry? Concealed or open? Either or. How do you conceal it? It's a skimpy bikini. Yeah, it, it'd be a little harder concealed. I think I'd rather see the concealed. Oh, my God. Well, I think if she had a, most people, if she's in a little skimpy bikini, they'd be going, what gun? I don't see a gun. Yeah. Hey, Jim, I'm all but, for gun rights and whatnot and not really taking away rights. But I think if they're going to let people open carry, they should, people that are going to carry a gun on their side should have to go through some type of firearms training course to where they go out and they have to qualify or shoot or something. Just, just my opinion. I, I don't want to see the guy that's never fired a gun in his life go buy a 45, wait the uh, waiting period, and then strap it on his side with ammo on the other side and go out and, and walk around. It just, it, it's too dangerous, not only for himself, but for, for the public. So I, I hey, think... Yes, I'd, I'd like to file a report. Someone just stole my Glock 45 right off my belt. It, it was so embarrassing. I was, I was in fear of my life. And then he took my clip from the other side of my belt. I just can't believe it happened. Oh, and he was tall and he was big and he looked like a criminal. And I just can't believe he came up to me and took my gun. Don't forget, he took his car, too. And he, then he took my car. <laughs> well, I, I know. I heard the show where I shouldn't have my keys in the ignition with it running. But, you know, that never happens here. But he took my car. Uh, yeah, I miss yep. Jim. Can I get my gun back? <laughs> it's fun to have Jim back, isn't it? Uh, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, it's always good to have Jim back. Well, uh, not always, but... Yeah, just today. So... This is, uh, yes, yes, officer. Well, the subject <laughs> made an advance on me, and I uh, said, give me your gun. I said, sir, please step away. And uh, he clenched a fist and proceeded at me, so I withdrew my Glock 45, and delivered two rounds to the chest and one to the head and then the subject collapsed and we had no further communication <laughs> see now the second dude i would have a lot more respect for hey did you see the uh the episode or those um something went out on the internet with william shatner about oh. carrying a concealed weapon and somebody goes to jack him oh what happens? yeah, yeah that's seen. hilarious <laughs> you got to find that and put it on our website that's hilarious how about you find that and i'll put it on the website I'll do that, Brent. Because I, I know what it is. But the cheapest hotel rate? Priceline.com or something? Yeah, no, I yes. think it's the, the old Star Trek guy. Yeah, but he's it's a it's some Kirk. spoof on something else. I can't remember what it was for. TJ Hooker? Yeah, yeah, that was him. No. Was it? I think it was. Yeah, somebody goes to jack him and his partner's all afraid. Okay, here's my watch, here's my wallet, and just uh, William Shatner starts saying some things that were maybe a little offensive to the <laughs> robber, and his buddy's getting all freaked out, and 
William Shatner pulls out a gun and just gets justice at the guy. Shoots him in the foot and the kneecap. I mean, it's a great commercial for uh, <laughs> for protecting yourself. We'll find uh, that and dude, we'll put it on I the website. I thought it was for real. No, we'll put it on the website. It's, yeah, uh, it's it's for real, Jim. So, <laughs> so hey, is that for real, real Brett? Oh, man. Go back you know, to Jim in the Mr. Rogers tone again. Yeah, it's, it's coming. So, concealed hey. carry... I want my gun back. <laughs> when Jim's done I, and you're done, I got some things we could cover too. But we'll go by your show notes first so you don't get all there pissed off. Go. And then there's a couple of things we could add on. You know, the only person that swears in this show is you. Just so you know that. The uh, <laughs> open carry. <laughs> pissed off is a swear word? Uh, do you want me to go ask Steve Jobs, the guy who allows us to put these podcasts up? It should be urinated off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brett. That's so you not... don't get urinated off. <laughs> I don't think that's a proper swear terminology. Okay. Well, I didn't think pissed off was a swear word, <laughs> but I will add that to my uh, list of vocabulary I'm just, to I'm avoid. Just, I'm just saying. Hey, why don't you guys knock off the feces okay, and Brent, let's just get on with it? Brent, so I don't highly upset you by using offensive language. You want me to send you a list of what you can say? Should I say George Carlin's seven words that you can't say on television? No, you, you should. Because okay. if I have to edit this out, I swear I'm I'm probably going to be funnier than a monkey's breast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You know what might be funny is to come up with other words for the words that he said, and we, it would be like a we got to guess what what it is. Okay, Mark. In was case that a gunshot? Figure did, out. Did if Brent that was hard to himself? figure out. That was supposed to be. This is funnier than a monkey's tit. Yeah, I'm. A, I am going to shoot myself, and I have a concealed carry permit. What, what Jim just said was worse than what I said. <laughs> no, a tit is a bird. Just so you know. I thought that was the, a tit. Uh, oh, whoops! Mispronounced it. <laughs> Sorry. Pissed is, is a normal bodily function. Oh, wait, it's tweet, not teat. Where, what am I thinking? <laughs> so hey, We're going to lose all... For the one listeners that's probably left listening, let's get back on track here. No, we already lost them. So, so open carry, we got that down. Now, how about concealed carry? How do you get a permit? Can you get a permit? Who gets permits? And what happens if you run into somebody that has a concealed carry permit... But obviously, you know, how do they usually handle themselves in front of you being the cop that's asking the questions? Well, a lot of times you don't even run into it because they have a, you know, the weapons concealed. You don't see it. There there was a police chief out in one of the local cities here that was giving away concealed weapons permits to anybody. He was handing them out like candy, mm. anybody that applied. But generally, if you have a legitimate reason, you fear for your safety for something. No, that you have was a for anyone that voted for him in April. That too. Ooh. But anybody that has a legitimate reason, they fear for their safety, uh, anything like that, they could apply for a concealed weapons permit. Neither a sheriff or a police chief can uh, issue the permit. And that gives the person basically a license to carry a concealed weapon um, on their person. A and license like, meaning a piece of paper which must accompany the subject in his or her wallet. Right. So you... Do a traffic stop on one of these people, and are they supposed to announce that they have a concealed carry permit and a weapon in the vehicle, or no? Yes. 
Yes. Yes. They're supposed to notify the, lo- the law enforcement officer. So, like, hey, dude, I have a gun right here next to me. And a concealed weapons permit. Ah. Well, most of the time, someone will tell you. If you pull them over, I've had people say, officer, I just got to tell you that I have a concealed weapon, you know, on my person or in the vehicle, but uh, I do have a, a permit for it. And, you know, most of them, they'll tell you that because they don't yeah. want... They don't want surprises. They don't want to open the glove box and to get the registration out and have, you know, have the cops stuff a gun up to the side of their face when he sees the gun in the glove box. Right. That would be common sense. Something that usually Yeah, a cop like you that permit or not, I'm going to screw a gun to your ear until I see that permit. Mm-hmm. That's a little aggressive, Brent. Yeah, well, Ed sure got, you know, all up in arms about that. So, Up in arms? No pun intended. <laughs> 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 Wow. <laughs> yeah. Where's that? Droid. Where's that hi hat hit? He's drum been practicing to come back, hasn't he? <laughs> He's trying to make Droid. up for missing two shows. That's his problem. So, okay. So, concealed carry, that's something. Get from a sheriff or a police chief, you got to have a legitimate reason. Once you have that, you could carry the uh, firearm with you. And most of the time, if you get pulled over, it'd be very wise to tell the officer that you have a firearm on you. Because if he catches a glimpse of it and you didn't give him the heads up, you probably will get, like Brent, uh, get a gun stuck to the side of your head until it's all sorted out. So you'll, you'll probably still get asked to step out of the car and the cop's going to take the gun off your belt until they verify the paperwork. Then I'll give it back to you, say have a nice day, and go from there. But, uh, now, make gun sure you stuck to the side not. of your head. Would that, would that be like sideways, Mark, or would it be like... <laughs> The barrel pointing into your cheek. Well, that your would depend on the jurisdiction. That would depend on the jurisdiction where you got pulled over, Jim. Yeah, I do believe that last week I said screwed up your nose, but I could be wrong. Screwed yes. up. Yeah, there's different ways to uh, put guns at people's head. Yeah, I don't think slapping it on the side of their face though is a known police tactic. Right. It's probably happened before, but I don't think it's a <laughs> taught police tactic. <laughs> Accidentally. Employed police tactic. I don't know, Vic Mackey on the shield. That's uh, you mean you're not supposed to put the barrel of a gun down someone's throat? No, no, that's bad cop. Um, Mark got all excited thinking about gag reflex, but <laughs> anyway. Oh, hey, you were the one earlier that said you were sitting there with your mouth wide open. <laughs> Mark, that was good. Myself <laughs> <laughs> too. Oh, great! Two people in rare form. I can't hey. wait. Hey, Brent, maybe you could go back in the recording and put that in again right here just so that in case listeners missed it earlier. Oh, from what? Uh, earlier today or yeah, what, last what week's Jim, show? No, what Jim was saying. Oh, got it. Yeah, you know, I try not to repeat Jim a lot. So concealed carry, we're covered, but <laughs> it changes for every state. It changes for every county and sometimes changes for every city or no. They're issued by the county. Issued by the county. And then that varies greatly with where that county is located. Well, like the so, disclaimer we put all over our website and we say every show, check your local regulations to make sure what's legal and not legal. Everything it does, it changes from county to county, some laws city by city, state by state. So check check with your local jurisdiction to see what is legal there. <laughs> Why did you sing it and not just say it, Mark? I thought the Jack, just, you're just, local, but why did you do it's it like, that It's way? like the alphabet. You can't just say it straight. You have to sing it. <laughs> Let's do the rest of the show like that. 
<laughs> Let's not. So, what's the next question, Brent? Um, Hello, Sean Kingston. And so, Mark, hey, did Brent, you, have you a- could just hang up on Jim, and we could do the rest of the show. Well, the Give beauty is, shot, like, I, it's I, like Jim missed two shows, and now we're getting like an overdose of Jim. So Give I control the show. So all I need to do is mute Jim. Good. Oh, here we go with the over authority. Yeah. Yeah. Well, watch out. I control the show. Damn it! I'll show you. There's another swear word, Brent. See, and you get mad at me for saying pissed. I don't have Jim to get. I'm not the one that's going to get mad at you. Our audience will get mad at you. I don't have to what do that. What did I say, Mark? What did I say? <laughs> what was the bad word, Mark? We can't say it again. That would go back and, even go worse. Go back and listen to the show, Jim. Hey, did you ever listen to the last show? I take that no. as a no. Isn't that the one where you called me a rubber ducky cop or something? No, that's the show before. Oh. Rubber boat cop. Rubber boat boy, as I think. What that we, was what Brent, but, Brent gave you that name. That was right. Yeah. Hey, so, so do you have yes. another topic or I've got three of them? Why don't you do yours and then we'll wrap it up with the last couple I've got. I've okay. got one. Well, oh, oh, please let us hear it. Well, you want it now or later? Now. Uh, okay, thank you for the time, uh, Brent. And as you have the Mark, floor. Uh, since with you here, it's hard to get a word in edgewise. But oh. I'll be back Not. in 20 minutes, Brent. No problem. I'll call you. Good All looking right. out. Hope you work out the burning and dripping. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, a buddy of mine typed uh, an email, and you would know this better than anybody else, Brent, but uh, something about an Internet scam where, uh, or a uh, phone scam where people are calling you saying that they're from Visa or MasterCard and actually confirming your name and your address and your account number on the card and um, you think it's official because they have that information already. So um, then it gets down to, well, I have to make sure that you're in possession of your card. Could you please flip it over and give me the numbers on the back, which you feel more inclined to do because they've already told you that your name is so-and-so and that your address is so-and-so on your card number is so-and-so. Right. So you read them the numbers on the back, and then they say, I need the, uh, the last three, you know, last three numbers. And that's what they're trying to get is the last three uh, ID numbers on the, on the credit card. Yeah, you want mine? Have you heard of that? I got it right here if you want me to just tell everybody. Because people give that stuff out like there's no problem. Well, unlike these stupid email messages you get uh, from these bogus security divisions, you know, what my friend was trying to point out is that this one is different, that they already have your information, but what they're trying to target is those three uh, security uh, PID numbers on the back of the card. So, yes, and, you know, the beauty of this is this is all just social engineering and using stuff that people know already to get more information out of you. And that's something that people, I I mean, I don't know the last time my bank actually called me, let alone emailed me, you know, unless it's a, you know, an offer for something stupid. But normally these people call you on a phone number that you give them, and then you can actually ask for their number and call them back to verify that they're actually calling from a specific number that you know, all these different issues. I, I think people just take too much of these things for granted. Like, oh, yeah, here you go. I'll just log in here, and who cares if it goes to, you know, this other site. That's fine. Just give you my info. I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Have you done it? I, I have friends of mine that have fallen for that stuff. I mean, 
Oh, well, I, here's I, something right here. PayPal. I just clicked the link. Hello? Oh, hey, you're I back? Got some, I got something from PayPal on an email. And right here it says PayPal security measures, case ID number, and they got some letters and numbers. And I deal with PayPal. And it says, as part of our security measures, we regularly screen activity in the PayPal system during a recent screening. We notice an issue regarding your account. Our system detected unusual use of funds from a bank account linked to your PayPal account. For your protection, we've limited access to your account until additional security measures can be completed. We apologize for any inconvenience this may cause. Uh, you can restore your account by downloading the attached form. If a dialog box appears <laughs> with the option to open or save, click open. Once open, please follow the steps to restore your access. Quality service and the security of your account are of greatest importance to us. We appreciate each opportunity to serve you. Sincerely, PayPal customer service. That's so you, fantastic. If you, yeah, if people go to click, and people that haven't got these scams or they're uneducated will say, oh my God, my account's compromised. Because it looks like a very official um, site. And yeah, so they'll usually... download the form, they'll put their bank account information, including those three little numbers, they'll hit send, and before they even realize it was a scam, their bank account will be cleaned out. So, I mean, I just got one of these, and they're, they're just, they're a dime a dozen. You open up your email, they're all did over you the actually, place. Did you actually get an attachment with it? God, please don't open it. No, oh, there is an attachment, and I didn't yes. open it. I just forwarded this whole thing to spoof at PayPal.com. And they, yep. uh, so that attachment is all they want you to open. That's the only gosh. thing that they do. So you open gosh, the attachment. I, I got to go. I, I got to go call my bank. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, you are totally in trouble because it's not even the bank that they want. Because I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> hey, did you did you see the other one that was going around the internet? Where I don't know if there's a lot of truth to this, but it makes sense to where people are calling hotels. They're saying, "Hey, uh, can you transfer me to room 305 or whatever it is?" And so the front desk transfers a call to 305. It rings in the room, and the people pick it up, and the person says, "Hey, this is the front desk. Uh, there's been a little issue with the uh, credit card statement. Can you just verify your credit card information to put the charge through?" And people are thinking it's the front desk because who's going to call them in the hotel? And they're giving this information out. And what they're recommending is, if you travel or you're in a hotel and that happens, tell the person, "Well, I'll come right down to the front desk and we'll get it straightened out." Go down to the front desk because it. I mean. People are thinking it's it, the front desk. They're giving the information out. and That's freaking brilliant. Yeah, scammers are just, uh, they're always trying to get a step ahead. I mean, and that the attachment on your email is dangerous. That's the type of thing that that'll put a Trojan virus in your computer, and then your right. computer will be compromised forever. You'll never know it. It won't be removed by any virus software of any kind, and you're yeah. out of luck. Why you got to be a Trojan? Because that's what they call you know, like a Trojan horse, not like a Trojan condom. Brent, don't be you're saying swear words on the internet now. Oh, so so safe sex is now a swear word. Trojan. Oh, condom. Condom. What what other things are condoms used for, Brent? Uh, smuggling drugs. Officer, they stole my Glock and my Trojan. <laughs> <laughs> all my hey. crack is in my stomach. That's that's all I gotta say. All right, so identity thefts, that, that's a whole show in itself. And, and we got to do that show because that is something I've been asked a few times to have a show on identity theft only. Let's do do it. That, yeah. That's going to be a few shows, so we'll have to cover a couple of topics each yeah. show because that, that's going to be a... Uh, well, and we might, 
we might not do them in order either. We might break them up with normal shows. Can you get Ed in on that one to spice it up a little bit? Oh, yeah. Ed could spice up a uh, funeral. <laughs> we'll get Ed there. Hey, here's one Jim will probably get a kick out of if he remembers that far back. Um, I'll start out serious, and then we'll get to the funny part of it. But know what streets you're driving on. I'm not, you know, cops, when they're trained... They're trained to look at the streets that they're turning on so they know the streets. We had a uh, medical call where a woman called in saying that her husband had had a heart attack and she had pulled to the side of the road. She did not know what street she was on. She just had some house numbers. There was nobody out for her to ask. She was trying to tend to her husband. The dispatcher's trying to talk to her. She said she was a few blocks away from a local college that's, that's in the city. So... Police units are starting to go up and down the streets, trying to see, you know, get a, the vehicle description from her. Um, I mean, it was really a serious thing. She was, uh, they were telling her to honk her horn to see if any of the units heard it. Finally, somebody walked by and she asked what street it was and we were, we were able to get there. But I mean, know what streets you're on, whether it's a, a robbery or somebody jumps out and, and carjacks you and you, it leaves you stranded. People, you know, we can get there a lot faster if you know what street you're on. Just try to get in the habit of when you turn up a street, glance up at the street sign so you know what street you're on. And yeah, Jim will remember yeah, this. And instead of being in that type of situation, instead of making yourself look like a friggin' total idiot, uh, when in doubt, put the car in drive, drive another friggin' 50 yards up to the next street sign. <laughs> she was, she panicked. She was trying to tend to her husband. She oh, panicked. Well, that makes everything right then. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's, here's, how I got trained by doing this, I, I used to go, before I was a cop, I went on ride-alongs with my brother, Jim, and uh, for my misfortune, he worked out in a city where intersections were far and few between. Get that so, seat wedding problem fixed, Mark? So, we, <laughs> we would turn on the street, and Jim would drive maybe a couple hundred yards, and he'd slam on the brakes, and he'd say, okay, I just got shot. you got to call into dispatch. Where are we? I'd kind of look around, and all I'd see is darkness. And Jim said, there's the door. Go find a street sign. Wow, he did that to you too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after a few times of having to walk 100 or 200 yards to find a street sign, I got in the habit of looking up at the street signs when we turned turned onto the street so it's not just good for cops but it's good for uh citizens to know what street they're on yeah if that ever actually happened though i would just wait a little while to call it in anyway just you know to make him suffer for all the times that he kicked me out of the car <laughs> sure a onstar b nav units for vehicles which are like 99 dollars now well, back when you made me walk, Jim, those things weren't even available. No, oh, but for that lady who watched her friggin' husband croak right next to her because she couldn't figure out, you know. Jim is just so she... full of sympathy, isn't he? <laughs> That's God. why we keep him around. God is great. Beer is good. People are friggin' beep. <laughs> Stupid? Yes. Okay. Yes, go get a $79 uh navigation unit stick it up on your windshield and it tells you what street well, you know on. i hate to say it but i'd love to be at that friggin thanksgiving day dinner i can't believe he's not here i don't know why this happened well i know why lady <laughs> you know really? she could have been like that lady i just read in the newspaper today um her sister died and her husband died and she had them exhumed up out of the ground and she put her husband in the garage on a couch 
in a detached garage and she put her sister in another bedroom in the house and she'd go in and put makeup on their faces and everything daily and just sit next to them and touch them and talk to them and whatnot. And she kept them there for years. I don't so. think there's any psychological problem there. No, no, no problems it's there. It's in today's paper. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Harry, how are you feeling today, Harry? You look a little ashen. Yeah, you look dead. Are those maggots? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll see if they can stuff Gilligan and put him in his little bed by the front door so that he's still there when I friggin' come home. Oh. Now, that wouldn't surprise me. For those of you that don't know Gilligan, that's uh, the pet that we were talking about, Jim, last week. He had to have his pet put down, and that was part of why he wasn't here. The other half was the sex change operation, but... That's a lot that's, in one that's day. Gilligan is. That yeah, was a long day. That was a long day. <laughs> oh. All right, here's another quickie. Our, uh, somebody asked me, are police needed for an accident? If you get in an accident on the roadway, are police needed? Usually, because there's a huge fight that ensues these days. Well, that is true. But depending on requirements, um, most insurance companies do not require a police report. If I mean, if the other person's unlicensed, uninsured, drunk driving or something, yeah, have the police come. But all that's required by, by the law is to exchange information. Um, if you exchange insurance information, driver's license information with the other party, call your insurance company. You say, hey, I was in an accident. Here's the guy's name, his license plate number, blah, blah, blah. And that's it. You don't need a police officer um, for every I'm gonna accident. Have to I'm going to have to disagree, Mark. <laughs> I wasn't done yet, but go ahead, Jim. <laughs> well, go ahead, Mark. I don't want you to feel like you were... Oh, because I'm going to disagree, disagree too, so go ahead. Prematurely yeah. interrupted. Department of Motor Vehicles, at least here in California, does require that you notify them. There's a form that you fill out if there's any damage exceeding $500 or more. But uh, as for, especially like a little fender bender in a parking lot, you don't have to call the police for every little accident. But go ahead, Jim. Uh, thank you, Mark. Uh, I was just going to reiterate that $500 property damage, Mark. And if there's any injury, uh, you're supposed to notify the uh, local police department. God, he sounds like a uh, an announcer. Okay, so I have a bigger question. So you get into an accident. You don't have the police show up. Six weeks later, you find out that you just lost the settlement because your insurance company just settled for $50,000 because the other person claimed injuries and that you're a liar. Yeah. So would a police report help in that situation? It might confirm that you were at fault and deserved Or not at fault. So the stories change. That's the problem. So as soon as the insurance companies get involved and say how much it's going to cost and that you're going to lose your insurance, all of a sudden that person who was at fault has, you know, a broken neck and 14 legs. Well, no, if there's injuries. I mean, if the accident is in question, if you're both saying, hey, I had a green light. No, I had a green light. I mean, if something's in question like that, yeah, have a police report done. I'm talking about, you know, like a little fender bender in a parking lot. The guy's you know, blatantly wrong. He's backing out of a parking spot and he backs into the side of your car. He says, oh, man, I'm sorry I didn't see it. I mean, you don't need, you know, a police report for something like that. For minor accidents where you're in agreement, everybody's got insurance and license and everything, you just turn it into your insurance company. But That's why we pay them such big bucks. Oh, no, trust me, that, the like, they go to bat for you. So, the, <laughs> the but the question would be is how do you feel, how would you consider... And why, why do you feel that people can make that decision if, I mean, I, I'm confused, maybe. Why are you making a mountain out of a molehill, Brent? 
No, you're no, saying for a simple accident, that's no problem. All, because all day long, there's traffic accidents all over. Cops have better things to do than to be running around because somebody put a, you know, a half-inch little circle in the side of somebody's car in a parking lot. When those people, it's not required by law that you have to have a police report. You simply, the only thing required by law is to exchange information and let the insurance companies fight it out. Okay, so most of the time, though, it just depends on the people. Right. If right. you're in agreement, if you're in agreement about what happened, um, yeah. But I mean, you got no statement no from the people. You got no way to prove that they said, "Oh yeah, I'm an idiot. I was at fault." That's what the police report would do, wouldn't it? Not, not a property uh, report. So just a property damage only report. Vehicle just says, one was vehicle one was backing out of a uh, parking spot A. Vehicle B was backing out of a uh, parking spot B. Uh, vehicle A collided with vehicle B, causing minor damage to the bumper. There's not even statements. You, you only put statements in there on like a full accident investigation, and those are usually for extensive property damage, damage to city property, like uh, light poles or you know equipment, and uh, injury accidents. So With No injuries is just a PDO, what they call it, a property damage only. And basically all that is is an exchange of information. Uh, the other, you know, both parties' information, vehicle information, the insurance company information and a very tiny diagram showing what happened basically with arrows. I mean, it's very generic, very crude, and it's just the exchange of information. It's, you know, people could take care of that themselves by, you know, if they both have insurance, they copy down the policy number, the, uh, the insurance company, the other person's name, driver's license number, vehicle um, information. You just call your insurance company, tell them you're involved in an accident, give them the information, and and let the insurance take uh, take it over from there. Okay. Why is so it got to be crude? Very crude. generic, very crude. I don't Wait, is think that another, is that the, another swear word? I don't think any of the generic accident reports I've taken have been crude. I'm a little offended right now. Oh, okay, they're pretty generic. They're not very detailed. So but they're they not crude. So I have a question then. So I'm driving to work and I run into Jim. And we we're right in the middle of the traffic, blocking traffic. Am I supposed to tell Jim, hey, idiot, move your car over there and we'll exchange information? Or am I supposed to just leave all my stuff right in the middle of there till the cops show up? Well, people do both things. The, now, the is there, thing is there an advantage or a disadvantage? If it's very minor and there's no injuries involved and you had ran into the back of Jim, it's pretty obvious because you have damage on the front of your truck and Jim's got the back of his car smashed all the way up to the back of the, dri the driver's <laughs> seat. And so it's pretty obvious if there's no injuries or anything and the cars can run, you pull over to the shoulder. And that way you're not going to create some big, giant, massive traffic jam because when the cop gets there, that's what he's going to tell you to do. Does the car run? Yes. Pull it over to the side. If now what you injury, can do is jump out of your car with your cell phone and get a crude picture of the way the vehicles hit prior to moving them. Wow, now that yes, would be thinking. You do that. You like that? In fact, a lot of insurance companies send you a kit that has an exchange of information card and a little disposable camera. Take a uh, uh, picture of the accident. You see, My for, insurance company doesn't do that. So for people in the 20th century that have phones that can take pictures... They actually have applications on the phones from the insurance companies where you can turn in the whole thing while you're sitting there. You know, oh, I don't shit. have applications, Brent, but Excuse my, me? my phone does. Oh. <laughs> I'll be right back. 
<laughs> I got to call my insurance company because they sent me a, a questionnaire said, to update Brent, my information. I think he said he slipped. <laughs> That's what I think it was, too. I think he did slip. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I didn't say feces? Uh, no, it didn't start with an F, I'll tell you that. Luckily, I think we were talking over him. And, uh, That's good because I'm, I'm glad nobody would have heard that because they would have thought different about Jim. So, okay. So, accidents, property damage only. CHP doesn't even, do they even take PDO reports anymore? Or is it all counter reports? They laugh at PDO reports. So, they just make you go to the station or whatever. Nothing, right? Actually, you know, we have a new system at our department. For uh, because we're so short-staffed on graveyard, for uh, reports that are kind of menial or routine, like simple thefts and stuff like that, you can actually go online, fill out your own police report. The system uh, issues you a, a police report number, like for your insurance company, mm. and uh, it's a done deal. You basically do uh, do all the report. Wow, I a lot of agencies that that um, have that now. I could totally lie on that. You could. Insurance scam. Hello. Jim stole $50 million from me. Report number. There you go. See, done. Yep. You want a percentage of that? That's kind of crude. Yeah, no, it, it would be. It's kind of scary. All right, yeah. so what else you got, Mark? Last thing was just very simple. I mean, th this whole week for me um, was civil matters. People calling in... Uh, child custody issues and he said she said the civil matters where people you know they have a bitter breakup and you go there and one party wants to leave and they say i'm taking my tv i'm taking you know my vcr i'm taking my toaster i'm taking this and that and the other person says no you're not that's mine and they expect us to try to sort it out and whether it's the police officer at your house trying to sort it out or whether you're going to court keep your receipts your bank statements i mean if you watch like judge judy a lot of that comes into play if you have a receipt saying hey there it is right there it's on my bank statement here's a receipt for the tv it's mine hey the cop will say hey he's got a receipt he's taking his tv or if it goes to court the judge will say you know turn over the tv they got a receipt but if there's no receipts and it's just said he said she said the cop's not going to let anybody take anything and it's just going to be a mess when it goes to court. So th this whole week, it seemed like nobody had a bank statement. Nobody had a receipt. Everybody wants to take property. And it, it's just a big mess. Well, I mean, are so, we even supposed to make that decision? I mean, how, how if they're married? We can't make that decision. Well, no. With married community property, no. But, I mean, like the boyfriend-girlfriend situation where they're breaking up and the boyfriend says, hey, I'm moving out. I just want to take my TV and this and that and this and that. If the guy's got a receipt saying it's his TV that he bought it or a statement showing it was on his charge card and he's got his charge card to prove it, I let him take the TV. Dude, if yeah, I but have it was to, a gift. He gave it to her as a gift. If I have matter. to... He, yeah, and matter. if I have to carry receipts around to my girlfriend's house to make sure that if I get in a fight, I can take my stuff with me, I need to find a new no, chick. I, I'm, I'm not talking about carrying them with you. The most important thing, especially, is when the thing goes to court. I mean, uh, if you have receipts, you have bank statements, you're going to get most of your property back. If, if you don't keep that stuff, you, uh, you might be screwed when you go to court. Oh, is that a bad word, Brent? No, you might be screwed when you go to court, no matter what paperwork you. What Mark meant that to is say, true. you might that, be that's intercoursed a when you go to that, court. That would be a divorce that you could get screwed in. Yes, so, 
I don't know if the word could even comes to mind. I haven't hey, been. Hey, Jim, you have experience like, in that aspect? <laughs> oh, in intercourse? <laughs> <laughs> do you just hear words you like to hear? I mean, what is the story? I was trying to do the polite word. Mark said screw like five times, and I don't think that sets a good example to the public. So I'm trying to interject words, the original words for the, the word of. Uh, the <laughs> I think your explanation sounds better, Brent. He just I, hears certain words, and it like a light bulb goes off in his head. I don't believe you can intercourse yourself very easily. All right, Mark, define <laughs> that. You know, you're going to get screwed in court. What's that mean, Mark? How? What's getting screwed mean, Mark? Well, see, so I wasn't wrong, was I? It means the it means, it means the fifty bend inch over and take it in court. It means the fifty inch TV won't go to Mark's house. Okay, bend over and take it. Would that be like take the TV? <laughs> it means because you're bent over, like carrying it out of the courthouse, taking it. So like that, that sounds a lot better, Jim, than saying you're going to get intercoursed if you go to court. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, brother. Uh, All right. And with that. I'm going to say intercourse to this whole show in a minute here. I'm, so I, I'm not even going to give any more topics to talk about because Jim's oh, on a on. rant tonight. Yeah, well, he hasn't even started because, you know, here we go. So uh, a couple other things. I just wanted to go back over this digital copy machine thing again. I guess they, they re we talked about this a few shows ago where the copy machines were keeping record of everything that was being scanned or they copied. Have a hard drive. That video the, was out and about. Did you right. see that? On the hard drive that's in the copier. Well, the problem is, is that you can't wipe out the hard drives because the hard drive also keeps all the information of the programming software for the actual copier. So that becomes a huge problem. There's nothing in place to take care of that problem. And now what they're saying is that a lot of these copier manufacturer companies are saying, we want to charge you X dollars, X hundreds of dollars to wipe out that data when you're done. And that's sort of ridiculous too. Well, there so is they, a way to do it, but it, it is costly and time consuming. But if you saw that video, I forgot who did it. You could find it on the internet. Um, there's like clearing houses for all these copiers and yeah, that uh, was, I think it was ABC or one of the big networks did it where they went down and bought like seven copiers off of a boat that was heading to Taiwan or something. Well, they went to a big warehouse. I think it was in New York. and went to a huge warehouse, and they said, hey, we, we need copy machines that you know have these features, and they bought a bunch of them, and they took them back to their their shop or whatever, and they plugged it into computers, the hard drives. One of them had come from a police department. Yeah, the, um, uh, the sexual crimes division. The sexual yeah. assault division. It yep. had victims' names and addresses and personal information, people's social security numbers, um, everything that basically violates every confidentiality Whoops. law there is. Then another one was from a hospital and it had people's medical issues and problems. And, uh, and that's a and whole that's copy another... machine just for Jim. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hard drive's full. Oh, crud. Yeah. So, so my VCs on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that is a big problem. It's a and it's a huge problem, and I think that a lot of people it. a lot of people have no idea that this goes across the board in many many different styles of machines, and anything that scans basically can yeah. can have these issues. So people have to really watch what they're what they're scanning, what documents they're putting through these machines. And it's maybe, keeping digital copies on the hard drive. You don't even realize. You think copy hey. machine, you put the original in, it spits out a copy, you got the original in your hand, you're safe. 
most people don't realize that there's a image of the original burned into the hard drive and it stays there forever. I mean, I these can, things have huge hard drives. I can take it one step further. I have huge one huge hard drive. Take it one step further, Brent. Huge so, hard drive. Jim, Light, shut up. Light bulb so, went off on his head yeah, again. It's and it's all really around one thing. Man, so can you but, identify your attacker? He had a huge hard drive. <laughs> yeah, Jim's going to be proud of himself. I'm just gonna, I'm going to get some way to just mute out Jim for the whole show. So I have a copy machine at work. We spent X dollars per month to rent this thing. It does every feature in the world, and not only will it keep stuff on the hard drive it will keep full files and you can but via the internet get this information off that device and then have it print out locally to you so that's even worse some so things these, have just gone too far technology these devices gone too are far. definitely out there that have way too many i mean they're cool features but as we know with everything cool features can be used against you but you know there's no there's no cure for that cuz the average person that you know maybe goes to the library and scans their uh, social security information or um, income tax statements and stuff on the the library uh, copier there when the library turns that copier in and it goes to a clearinghouse, hey, your document's in there with everybody else's stuff. So there's really no cure for that unless these warehouses are required to wipe out the hard drives right. and any copiers that they get in. And that's going to be something that has to come through legislation, I think. I don't think that's just going to happen because they're being nice guys. Right. So I think that's a huge problem. And, I mean, that's something that I have to talk to, actually, the people who provide our copier about. Because I don't, I mean, I don't think we have any super secret stuff in our business, but I'd rather it not be in Taiwan somewhere. So, Brent, if we have a problem now that we're discussing on our show where people are screwed no matter what and they can't help themselves, why are we discussing that on the show? Because we have to make people aware of these things. So don't copy anything on any copy machine ever again. Oh, this is going to go into the episode we're going to do on identity theft, which has to do with the fact that really, no matter what, you're all intercoursed. It's that simple. Make sure you have good protection. Yeah, because there's no way that that, all that information's out there somewhere. And if you've looked at how many times the government... stop playing with your ringtones. (laughs) He's touching himself again. See, like four? I mean, I don't get. So, <laughs> the here, Jim, play with the phone. Keep yourself busy. No, don't hold it like that. No, that's just the eye. Never. Mind. So, the, the I mean, we'll go into this more in, in another show. I mean, yeah, we're going to have to. Identity theft is something that Jim and I went and did a talk about at a local place here, and it. I mean, it scared the bejesus out of the people. They're like, "What can we do?" and Basically, the answer is, well, technically, you could do nothing. because it's What not is the dictionary be... definition of bejesus? <laughs> you know, just asking. Can, can we ruin the show just by asking a question about every word we all say? Just asking. Question. Sounds so, like a swear word to me. <laughs> it, it, only if you're religious. Okay. I'm not, so it's cool. I can say. Yeah, we'll, we'll do identity theft. We'll, uh, we'll get a shuffle... <laughs> Let's try that over again. Shuffleboard? Shuffle puck? Uh, shuffle up, I guess. What? I tried to talk too fast. <laughs> we'll get a couple of shows lined up with uh, maybe three or four important topics about identity theft, and we'll cover that over a couple of shows, the major ones. So I could hear Jim desperately trying to find a sound 
some kind of a sound on his phone to ruin the show permanently. I could hear. Well, that's okay. We're we're getting near the end, so he can for all the ending credits, he can just start putting in tones and and sound. So the last couple things that we've got for today. The first one is, I believe, taking after many police departments because I remember starting to do this type of thing ten years ago, which is fire departments are starting to bill for accidents like crashes or responses to either alarms or or fires in homes. We've done this for DUI accidents for, Jim, I mean, how long? Ten years? Longer than that. So so even longer. And and the fines that were going with those DUIs were, they weren't cheap, if I remember. And I mean, other than your DUI itself, the... The actual response, all the, and it, God forbid you get into an accident, because then that was going to be billed separately. Uh, you were paying for two officers' time at a minimum of four hours each, and vehicle, emergency vehicle response, and blah, blah, blah. And it was pretty They still pricey. send out cost recovery forms for certain incidents and crimes. Right. No, and, I, and I'm, that money comes back and then actually goes to hopefully fund something that's worthwhile. I mean, but they're saying on this that, you know, if you get one truck, it's 400 bucks. If you get eight, eight traffic cones, you're going to be 20 bucks each and stuff like that. So it, uh, so when you're laying there injured in the roadway, you say, Oh, give me a smaller truck, send the hook and ladder back. And Oh, only two cones. <laughs> no, I, I said, I said flatbed tow truck. No, not a wrecker. <laughs> Mr. Mayor. I thought that's what my taxes were for. Yeah. No. Psych. So your well, you taxes might have seen aren't the, actually. Uh, you might have seen the smoke from Bradford Island uh, I, burning I, away over the last three days, but I got called um, up to that incident. A lot of those people are out of luck because it's considered uh, quote unquote unprotected domain because they don't pay fire tax. Oops. In other words, they're screwed. Uh, intercourse, yes. Yes. So if you pay taxes in the city and where you live, and you get arrested for DUI, why are you getting the double whammy? You're for your police huge, response. Because uh, you're a huge idiot? Because the response was due to you breaking a law. Yeah, there you go. Now, I don't think if your house catches on fire or do an electrical short that they're going to be sending you a bill for the truck. It's going to be for people, I think, that just criminal. break the law, isn't it? Yeah, Cr- criminal. Criminal. Stuff. Yeah, so I start a forest fire because Jim said it was okay. And then... I get hey. charged for that entire response for six weeks until it's put out. If well, I pay taxes, yeah, if I pay taxes for emergency services in my city, and I don't get no action, and if I want to go out and get drunk just so I can see if my police department's on it, I shouldn't have to get double whammied on that. Wow, you are an idiot. <laughs> I'm looking at the microphone right now. Just so, I, I so Jim, so. Jim, so what you're saying is no matter what you do, if you break the law and cause a big police response and medical response and the fire department and everything, you shouldn't be held liable for any of that cost because you pay your taxes and you're entitled to those services. Exactly. Is what you're saying. So, so Jim, when you're there and that happens, just jump out of the car and say, I paid for all of this. Just just say that a lot when you're getting okay. arrested. So the people on Bradford Island don't get any fire Bradford? So they don't get any fire service. So if I live in the city and I want to spray the whole friggin' barbecue with lighter fluid just to see how high the flames will go and my house catches on fire, but I pay taxes, they'll why put your, I get a fire response? They'll put your house out for free, but you'll never have insurance again. Why do I got to pay? 
you you may get a bill for negligence. Why? Because you're negligent. I was just starting my barbecue. Because a nor it wasn't an accident. It wasn't Don't a normal Don't start it with situation. a jet engine and freaking 50 gallons of gas. Yeah. Well, I, I think you know, uh, I think Jim's done that when we used to go barbecue and he'd pour like a gallon and a half of uh, some kind of a liquid fuel on there and then he'd take a match and he'd throw the match in there and well, I, I uh, think everybody Kingsford, within ten feet Kingsford would ought to pay my city bill because the everybody there weren't proper instructions. Oh, hair. you know, but that's a civil matter. So we you can you can get your money back that you had to pay to the fire department for responding to your stupidness and then uh, you could take it up with the yeah, company. Well, if I'm why paying taxes, people, I better get my friggin' money's worth from the city. Why don't the people in Bradford Island pay taxes to have fire protection? Because the people on Bradford Island probably aren't even supposed to be there. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I said it. I wouldn't complain if I was them. If they want to pay for fire protection, hey, pay like the rest of the people. And if a fire breaks out, you get a fire boat or a fire truck. Unprotected domain or a wheelbarrow with some water in it. Yeah. So, what happens when somebody with a gun goes out there and uh, robs somebody? They don't pay for police protection either. No, they take that into their own hands out there. Well, that's because they. That, that's when that's when Jim finds a body floating in the Delta about two weeks later. They don't want police protection because there's meth and marijuana out there. But it's for medicinal purposes. Yeah, that's meth is definitely medicinal. Yes, I've heard it. I heard it's good for your teeth. It does wonders for your teeth and your nasal cavities. <laughs> well, it just makes them all one. It's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> you can hey, breathe through your nose me. and your mouth and your lips all at once. So let's see. Let me see if what else we got here. So, well, I mean, I, other than that, there's really any other. Uh, Jim, what here's, have you? Been- here's one for Jim. I wanted to get Jim's opinion on that. We, we somewhat touched on it last week, and I've been wanting to get Jim's opinion. We were talking about when you pull over somebody, you know, what's in the cop's mind to sometimes uh, give them a break, sometimes not. And my my example, Jim, was, you know, you pull over the guy in the, you know, the the car with his registrations expired about two or three months. You pull him over and you go up and he gives you his driver's license. It's valid. Gives you the insurance and it's it's still good. And he says, hey, officer, you know, I lost my job. I'm having trouble putting food on the table. I thought it was more important to have insurance so somebody else doesn't get screwed if I get in an accident. I figured I'll save up and pay the tags when I can, you know, and and the guy's being honest, his insurance is good and everything. That guy I may cut a break to and say, Hey look, you know, I if I if I see this in a couple more months, I'm gonna have to cite you, but you know, try to do what you can to get the registration taken care of. Versus the car that you pull over with the music blaring four blocks away. They got 26-inch wheels on the car, you know, a $3,000 stereo, um, all tricked-out car. They got a fake tag on the back, uh, no insurance, no driver's license. Um, who's going to get the brake? No one. <laughs> Okay, you get to scrub this part of the show, bro. Just <laughs> the whole thing out. TTFS. <laughs> Tough something. Oh, don't get him. Tow the, tow the intercourser's feces. <laughs> Even the poor guy that has his insurance and everything, and he's just a couple of months expired due to losing his job, and 
That, that poor guy, too? Don't get pulled over by Jim. That's all we no, got to tell everybody. No, you're right. I'd, I'd give that guy a break. But I'd tell him, i say, hey, you got a month to take care of it. And if I see it on the road, your car is going to get towed. So use common sense. Right. But we were talking and about... And that's not to say that some cop with a different philosophy is not going to cite it the next day. Oh, well, the I motor, mean, some guys, I was a motor cop. I was a motor cop, and there's some machine. They're just ticket-writing machines. Some guys take no excuses. Yeah. Well, currently, many departments are not allowing excuses. Yeah. Well, I just went out, pull over. I wrote another uh, $275 handicap ticket today. I, I enjoy giving those out. The yeah, look that, on people's faces when they say, I, I was just parked here for a second. Yeah, but she was 90. Yeah, when she's getting back in the car <laughs> trying to put the plate up, yeah. She forgot her placard, but Mark wrote it anyway. Yeah, well, I'm I was, sorry. I, wait, I waited the 20 minutes it took her for her to get on her walker all the way back across <laughs> the <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, officer. My wheelchair can't make it to the car right now, but you can just leave it there. It was probably our mom, and he wrote her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, God, if mom was driving, I'm afraid to say that'd probably be one of the accidents at one of the intersections where they got to call the police, so... Uh, Mom's she, not still driving. Is she? I can't get into that. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> hey, Mom. Hi, Mom. Hope you don't listen to the show. Mark said that. Son, <laughs> Mark, the evil one. Uh, I'm the good one. Leave the money to me. <laughs> anyway, well, was is that it? Or you got something else to go? Or uh, Jim never really got into a rant no, tonight. I, no, I just more, wanted to know what, what... Jim was more sexually oriented with certain keywords this show. Yeah, well, I'm just Jim's... sitting here scratching my right beep, and I, I can't come up with anything. So what has Jim been doing? Uh, any interesting topics to discuss uh, over the July 4th weekend? Did you work? I did. Mandatory uh, overtime. I was told, as to quote one of my friends who was heading out to that wonderful water that you work on, we are going to go out there and have a huge party, and everybody's coming. And I said, "Well, if you call, if you uh, get arrested, just call me because I know everybody." And she said, "No, it won't be like that." So was it like that? How was it? Uh, it was pretty wild uh, in our county. I mean, there's four intersecting counties out on the water, but yeah, inner what? in our area, inner what? Okay. Oh. <laughs> continue, continue, please. I don't know why Mark has to keep interrupting I, you like what, that. What word would you possibly use in that place? I, I, I thought you confused it with another word, Jim. I was just making sure. So go ahead in, with your inter. Story. He, he thought it was intersecting. Intercoursing out out there on the river. <laughs> That's uh, pretty- waterways do intercourse each other, don't they? We had uh, intersect intercourse. Yeah. Actually, if you look at those four counties coming together, that is straight up a huge intercourse. So it is. So what actually happened? Anything? No, we had good, a bunch bad? of minor, yeah, a bunch of drunk friggin' idiots and uh, a bunch of minor incidents, but knock on wood, no uh, fatalities, no no major injury crashes. So That's, was that, that over the Fourth of July? Spot, the the fireworks were spectacular. We were signed. Uh, uh, out in the heart of this uh, big party area where there's a couple thousand boats anchored for three or four days or longer. Um, the fireworks that Hilton brought in were just incredible. And we were so close. I mean, we're probably maybe 100 yards from the barge that they're firing out, firing them off from. And you could actually feel the, uh, the percussion on the boat. I mean, it was just so close. It was awesome. If you ever watched the show Lake Havasu Cops... On the boats out there, that's what Jim gets to do during the yeah, summer. They're, they're I'm jealous. Stops, right? Yeah, yeah, and they they get a lot of scenery out there. I got to say, 
Yeah, the scenery's all right. I'll email you some photos later. <laughs> yeah, we'll post them on the site. Do they have any evidentiary value? Of course. <laughs> each and every one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hey, was that the, the wakeboarder that uh, decided to do a flip, I guess, and went through the uh, windshield of another boat? Was that over the 4th or was that last week? It actually uh, was a windshieldless boat. It a little low-profile uh, uh, ski boat? Yeah, with no windshield. He just flat-out landed on the uh, lap of this lady driving the boat. <laughs> was he, like, doing, uh, was he flipping like, over hey, a how weight? you doing, baby? What's up? Was Are he, like, flipping? <laughs> he was a cougar hunter. Was he flipping over the wake of a boat and didn't see the boat coming in the opposite direction, or what? He was flipping over uh, the wake of his boat, doing his uh, jump-in-the-air thing, and... This jet boat decided to make an erratic movement to go around a boat and a skier down in the water ahead of them and didn't stop to think that uh, its course of action was going to intersect with the dude uh, that was in the air. (laughs) And so was that a fatality? No, no. uh, They were both in critical, uh, both the skier and uh, and the lady driving that night. But uh, from what I hear, they're both stable now and they're going to make it. Wow. Pretty that was lucky. the most bizarre accident I've ever heard of happening. Good catch. <laughs> but yeah. they probably had to do oh, a little I more saw. than just exchange insurance information on that accident. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, they have to get some pictures so we can post it somewhere. Well, actually, you know, even with a PFD, from what I understand, the wakeboarder ended up in the water face down. So they, uh, the people on the boat jumped in and uh, did a self-rescue. Did yeah, you it could have been ugly. Did you go to that call? I was off that day. Oh, wow. But but the other units went and had to write the report. Hmm. So I guess uh, I think that sort of wraps it up. Other than That'll this, wrap it up. Other than this story I see right here that says fireworks aren't all that bad because they woke up these two sleeping people in their house that was already on fire. Yeah, that could be a good thing. That was That's interesting. Other than that, I don't think we got anything else. And then... Well, why don't you mention our website? Oh, yeah. Uh, why don't you tell me every show that I should mention it? Because I don't well, because remember. It's right in the show it. You haven't mentioned it yet. But it's right in the show notes. You see, that's why we have notes. It's neat because it says here in closing, look, our Ladies. web. Ladies. Sorry. Well, Sorry. Brent, you're, the one, you're the only one that follows your show notes. So uh, that's, and, uh... that's obviously true. So... So, in closing, since we actually did get some really good questions last time because we stirred the pot, uh, our site, coptalk.info, you can go to the site, you can submit questions anonymously, you can submit them direct to Jim if you want a bunch of crap to go with it, if you, or you can go to Mark and, or myself, and good questions, get a copy of the book sent out to them if you want it, uh, those that don't want it, don't need it. Send us your mailing address for the book, if you yeah. want a book. If you want a book. And then, well, you can now subscribe a couple different ways. One is with iTunes. That's on our site. One is on uh, just about any phone with the new Stitcher Radio podcast uh, channel there, where they stream that information right to you. Uh, other than that, you can sign up for an email subscription on our site. And really, just thanks to everybody for the support. The I mean, the site... Traffic to the site's been going up and up, so that's it's a good sign. So and just for the heck scary. of it, send, I haven't drop, been around the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and I won't even 
I won't that's even tell you, the, but we we sold a couple books too. So that's probably why the traffic's gone up, is because Jim hasn't been around. Now it's going to go down again after this show. Yeah, well, so well, no. harsh. It's easy. <laughs> it was crude. crude and harsh. Yeah, the beauty of technology is we can tell pretty quickly. Hey, anyway, w- when you're out there, just drop us an email. Even if you don't have a question, drop us an email and let us know where you're listening from. We want to uh, see what cities and states that uh, we got listeners in. Especially if it's a high-crime neighborhood. Yeah, and if you want to drop a note telling Mark that he's an intercourse stick, then, uh, <laughs> feel free to do so. And and if you're interested in seeing some of the pictures of Jim's sex change, <laughs> go ahead and write into us, and maybe we'll get some pictures up on the website. He's already got a show on TV about it. Yeah, I'm proud. Yeah, that's good. Your voice keeps <laughs> changing back to normal, though, so that's a huge problem. I don't know. What, what's up with that? Uh think there's you need to work on that <laughs> all that right sounds so like that's not, he's got britney's voice it's i like, want my clock back it's like britney's stuck right inside it never mind so uh, yeah so until so on, next on that week, with we'll, a closing uh, note yeah we'll uh we'll close it up and uh, we'll see everybody next week stay all safe right. see ya